Welcome to Dublinson. This is your host, Richard. Joining me today is my co-host, John. Going on, man. And my co-host, Matt. Hey, everyone. And today we are going to be talking about the Eternals. So, if you haven't seen the movie, be aware that there are going to be some spoilers here. Probably not too much because there's not a whole lot to discuss. But there will be some. Uh, Richard, what did you think about this movie? I absolutely loved it. I think it's one of the better Marvel movies that have came out in a while. What about you, man? I didn't hate it, but it was very uh, story-heavy, lore-driven, and I'm not the biggest fan of that kind of stuff. Which, that's a lot of the feedback I got from people that I've asked is they think they thought it was slow and it was it was very slow it was like 80% dialogue it was basically setting up a world building movie and it was I mean it was it had some action not a lot um, I'll put it like this in Two, three months, I'm not going to care about this movie. I'm not going to think about what happened in this movie to look back on on other things that happened in the Marvel movies. Um, visually, it was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. That's where I disagree with you guys. I think that I was never bored with it. The dialogue was funny or important to the story. Nothing felt out of place during the movie. It it I'm not, it was slow as far as action goes, but not every movie needs to be action for two and a half hours for it to well, be a good movie. And I'm and I get that, and I agree with that. You know, I love a, a story that's actually set up. Um, and the other thing that people complained about was the eight and a half second sex scene. Which they're complaining about that because it's probably twice the amount of people they need at home. So yeah, so I mean, I don't, I don't understand it. Like the first time I saw it, I didn't even notice that it happened. Well, it it's, depends on bad. it depends on what type of screen you're watching it on. Because and so for like if you're watching it at the movie theater, a lot of movie theater screens. If you're watching it widescreen, it cuts a lot of it off. But if you watch it in IMAX, it will show more of what they're doing. I mean, but still, it was it was minimal. Yeah, it's, I guarantee the same people that are complaining about it have their kids listening to Cardi B on the way to school. Yeah, it's so. again, it wasn't gratuitous. It moved the story along, and it didn't last a long time. And yeah, it was it was like that. I like I said the first time I watched it, I didn't even notice it. I actually had to pay attention my second watch just yeah, to notice. It. I watched like, it at a movie. I watched it at a movie theater where they did show more of their bodies, so it was very clear what they were doing. It, it, it was clear what they were doing. It was just it wasn't long enough to. Oh, I had to leave. Yeah, no, because like. By the time you got out of your dumb bitching, 
and got out of your seat, it was already done and over with. Yep. It was like, here, let's show some quick sex. Boom. Story continue. It was not even, like, worth. And all that was was setting up the Icarus and Cersei relationship to make Icarus and Icarus' betrayal hurt more later. Yeah. And yes, I'm probably going to refer, refer to him as Icarus to Dicarus multiple times, just because it sounds funny. But um, here's my thing with the Eternals as a whole, as comic book characters, as being in the MCU, is we don't need them. I mean, no, no, you really don't need them. It, look, look, we have Captain Marvel, we have Thor, and we've seen Thanos. The only thing this movie did was give us Star Wars. Honestly, I mean, you killed the best one you had. Killing off Gilgamesh was that was that pissed me off. That was a really that was that made me very sad. I was like, dude, this is. I don't have any other way to word it than just yeah, incredible was, sadness at that part. I was just sitting there and I was like, dude, really? Out of everybody, it's got to be him? Could have killed fucking anyone. Um, that said, the Celestial, uh, what's his name? Arshram. I am getting so many different names like that in my head right there now. So it's, it's hard to pick which one, yeah. but it's your. It's I think what you said was was accurate. Yeah, and the, he looked. I mean, you got to look at it in perspective. Is the Celestials, the armor wearing Celestials? I'm not talking about ego and stuff like that. But the armor wearing Celestials are almost twenty thousand feet tall. They showed how big they were when Ajax was there, when Cersei was there, when they were talking. That you showed you could feel their immense size. And that just makes me feel like we're setting up uh, these things are gigantic. You know what else is gigantic? This dude with the purple hat. Yeah, so that was actually one of the things that I was concerned for with the MCU and doing the guy with the giant purple hat because we know all how the Silver Surfer did it. I was wondering is how do you show that scale accurately? And uh, the Eternals, while it wasn't very much motion in the scenes, they did do it. Yeah. And, and it, you definitely feel how immense they were. And then, like I said, it, one, the Eternals as characters are, are basically useless in the MCU. They're basically useless in comic books right now. I mean, the Eternals haven't, they haven't done anything in so long that Nobody's written them a great story in so long. Because when you look at it... Early 90s? Yeah, something like that. I I believe. But when you have Sentry, Hyperion, and Captain Marvel, and and Thor, and everything that Thor's excelled to since that point, you have everything that the Incredible Hulk has become, since then, it's they they're basically the best thing they did was set up Black Knight, Blade, Namor. I mean, 
they, they set stuff up with this movie. And this movie, just like I said about Black Widow, should have been a series. You could have gone through and you could have you could have done an episode on Thing. You could have done an episode on Druid. You could have done an episode on Fastos. You could have done episodes on all of them. I think it would have been an amazing series if it yeah. was done that way. Because think, because that's basically what they did in the movie. But you got like 10 minutes of each person's backstory. When I could have gotten an hour of each person's backstory and cared about the characters. Now, the thing is, is like you said months ago, you said this. Nobody knows who the Eternals are, so nobody's going to care to go watch it except by word of mouth. Yeah, and they failed the word of mouth. So I think that it may have failed as a TV series also. Where they have. It was just cheaper because what well, we saw the Inhumans, another group of people who I find fucking incredibly amazing, but the TV series failed because nobody knows who the Inhumans are. Nope. Right. Just like the Eternals. I don't think you can have the Inhumans and the Terrigan Mist without also having the X-Men involved at some point anyway, so the Inhumans that happened, they did the Inhumans too early. That's honestly what I think the whole point of Eternals was, is something is going to come from the multiversal event and the Eternals to kick off the mutant gene somehow or another, because the Eternals are responsible for our evolution. And Well, alright, so they've showed Eros at the end and how he's Thanos' brother. In the comics, Thanos was a titan born with the Eternal and the Deviant gene, which I know the movies kind of changed that completely, but... so Yeah, and see, well, his parents, they still... Uh, on Vormir, they talk about his parents, and that tells you that both of his parents were Eternals, the backstory there is, you know, Eternals aren't supposed to be able to reproduce, but they had the, um, oh, what are they? The, the bracelets that Quasar wears was given to Thanos' parents, and that's how they were able to have Thanos. Thanos' mother was going to kill him from the jump. Yeah, because, well, he came she out looking a <laughs> he, he came out looking like a deviant. They, they knew what he was from the get-go. Yeah, and and that's something that was really glossed over. And then, even in this, they don't like they don't acknowledge that Thanos was an eternal. And no, and you know, I, I, and Ajax, they, they, I think it was Ajax or she once said they weren't allowed to intervene in anything unless the deviants were involved. Thanos has a deviant gene. They could have intervened with Thanos. Yeah, that's what pissed me off about the most with the Eternals, and I guess the MCU is making Thanos not a deviant, but that was like a major part of Thanos' backstory and the way he grew up was well, guys, being deviant. Just to, just to put some food for thought in this part, you know, we're comic book nerds, and comic books are fucking deluded as shit. They have chains to every other comic and chains to more comics. And then in the future, people just write in new chains. So for people to market this shit to the average movie goer, dumbass like me, 
they don't want to have super confusing plot lines. That's probably why they didn't start talking about Thanos and the, connected to all of that. Yeah, because they people just, they, will yeah, people they, get confused and they'll but, lose but showing Eros and saying that he's an Eternal, they yeah, forced their own hand. They forced the, They could have never said anything about them being brothers. They could have just made them from the same planet. They forced their own hand with it at this point by saying they are brothers. Oh well, yeah, That's but you see that. I see this in writing. They, they they take a lot of liberties with with the source material in the MCU. Like I said, yes. Titan was a was the moon, the moon of Saturn, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's what it's, it is. It's, it's not a planet in some far off place. No, it, it's literally the moon of Saturn. That's what yeah. it's supposed to be. I, I thought the um. I thought in the MCU that's what it was because it's a it's its own planet. Okay, okay. I thought in the MCU it was still a moon of Saturn. Yeah, it's not even in our galaxy. They had to remember they had to warp and everything to get there. They had to warp jump a lot. Yeah, I thought. I mean, in my head, they just sped it up because you know, realistically, it would take them millions of years to actually get to Saturn from Earth, but yeah, no, it's it's supposed to be a moon off of Saturn. It's, that's, it's that tight in the comics. Well, like John's saying, is if they take a bunch of liberties, I'm sure later on they're going to write some bullshit reason to tie Thanos into it to the Deviants. I'm sure they're going to make it very simple and very, like, clear-cut, like Oh, maybe they're half brothers, or maybe this, or something stupid. Well, so I think what they're going to do—they're probably not going to do this—but they could say that Thanos was a mutant, and he has a mutant gene, which I mean, he kind of does instead of the uh, deviant gene. Well, um, what was the what was what was the deviant's name? Crow? Uh, something like, yeah, yeah. So, as as it progressed and he absorbed powers from more and more, he began to look more human. Which, when he was up at that level, he almost, right after he killed Gilgamesh and started talking to him, and he's like, I'm going to kill all of you for what you've done to my people. Um, he almost looks like Thane. And I thought Athena said something about Thane at some point. Now, here's the dangers of having Thane and having Eros. Eros and Thane are directly responsible for Thanos' resurrection. Hmm. Thanos fucked with Eros' head and made him resurrect him. And it's a fucking convoluted, stupid story. And I really hope we don't see that. I do not need Thanos back again. There's so much other stuff we can do. You don't have to keep lining Josh Brolin's pockets. I'm about to say, no, no, they, they won't fucking do that. They're not going to no, be that Just leave Josh Brolin as Cable. Yes, absolutely. Well, they set up the whole 10 years. They had a really good finish. 
just leave it. Just leave it alone. Don't don't fuck it up and bring him back. Well, you, don't, well, you don't. You already have a fantastic character for Josh Berlin to keep being. You don't need to have him do Thanos again. You don't. Like okay, Thanos can be the boogeyman from the past, but you don't ever have to show Thanos again. There's no point in it. It's over and done with. This that's that's what I'm saying. Like the story, yeah. the build up, everything. It was all set up. It's all said and done. Leave it. Let sleeping dogs lie. Move on. And they're not afraid to dig into the past to bring people in. Yeah, maybe. Not that I'm, not that I'm because I'm looking to which we also got all five TV spots today. I sent that to you guys earlier. Finally got a good look at the lizard. Yeah, and you commented about the comedy of it. Yeah, well, I sent, I sent that first one, and then I sent all five of them to you after that. Oh, I don't know if I ever even saw that. I, don't, I only watched the first one you sent. <laughs> yeah, that, watch that second one I sent. It's got all five TV spots. All right, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll watch it. Uh, right. Yeah, and and there's there's some comedy going on. Um, here's my thing: is we still haven't seen Sandman as Flint Marco. No, we haven't. It's, he's always been in that giant ass form. Yeah, giant sandstorm with a face. Yeah. Uh, I wonder why they're doing that. I wonder if they couldn't get Thomas Hayden Church back. Maybe. Here's So here's my thing. We've spent all this time, and I know we've been missing out on recording and doing shows, but we've definitely kept communicating. and I, this, We've been paying attention to the Andrew and Toby stuff for so long that we've overlooked that we still have Miles Morales in the MCU. We know he's there. We've yeah, been told um, there. his and uncle is in the first Homecoming. Spider-Man. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, and then the Carl second Woodman. one the second <laughs> one has another major reference or does show Miles. I have to watch it again. So I can't remember what it is. but I don't remember the oh, mentioning Miles. They, if they didn't show him, they majorly hinted at him. Here's my, I know, uh, I know Silk was in Far From Home. But I don't think Far From Home? home? Yeah. The fuck where? Uh, She's one of the kids on the field trip. Well, I kind of figured that when you said that. They're supposed to be school classmates. So here's my thing. Like, she's supposed why, to be a fighter. Why is everything that happened with Peter and Mysterio such a big deal when, what, four hours away, you have Wanda Maximoff take over a whole fucking town right before this happened? You know what I mean? That that just don't make no damn sense to me. Well, maybe Sword was trying to hide everything. Mm, I don't know, because if you watch Far From Home,
I think they fucked up their whole timeline again. Probably. Honestly, it, it seems like Marvel just doesn't have their ducks in a row or whatever. Well, yeah, because they're going to keep adding new things so they can keep making money so they can keep doing stuff. Not everything's going to line up perfectly. Well, this is what I'm worried about. As a comic book movie ran its course. It probably has. In all seriousness, it's it's been over and done with so many times. Like, the bar is too fucking high, especially now that Endgame is over. I don't know if I said this last time or not, but Infinity War and Endgame are probably two of my least favorite movies. Which ones? Infinity War and Endgame. Wow, they're your favorite movies? No, they're two of my least favorite. Because of how much they got wrong setting it all up and then doing it. It's... See, I didn't... See, that's what, that's what, I never read the Infinity Gauntlet Wars. I never read them. I know that the story's completely wrong, but the, I just enjoyed the movie, and I didn't compare them the entire time. Is the like, whole if I, sit, if I sit down and I'm, I'm, like, not worried about how it ties into the books, then yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can enjoy this, because, hey, I know these characters, I know how they are, I know what they do. Um. But then when I sit there, I'm like, man, they they could have done this and it would have helped us out. They could have done that. And they could have made the story kind of get us so much better if they had just done what they were supposed to do. But they, again, took creative liberties and they made a good movie. It's just one of the movies that pisses me off more than anything. Those two, Civil War. Did we lose Richard? Did we, no, did he fall no. asleep? I did not. I was reading something. No, I thought our ranting put me to sleep. No. <laughs> or my ranting. Well, I'm just saying, like, I personally... So, back in high school when these movies were coming out and I was watching them, every time I nitpicked and compared it to the comic books and everything else and tried to, like, figure out what they were doing... It just pissed me off. So I, after a while, I just I gave the fuck up. It was just like, just watch the movie, enjoy the movie. So that's why nowadays, I don't really like watching trailers and stuff too much because like, I want I don't want to have too much hype build up for me or like have a bar in my head. I want to go just to the movie and just sit and enjoy it. That's why I love leakers and spoilers. All this information that I keep getting, I love having that because it lets me know what I need to expect instead of hyping myself up and going into it blind and then coming out completely disappointed. I am in the middle of both of y'all. I don't, I, I will watch all the trailers, but I will not go out of my way to read the leaks. And, and I do, and then I send them to you guys because I'm an asshole. Well, like, that's the thing. Like, when I went to go see Venom 2, like, there were parts I didn't like, really, but also, like, there's parts I didn't know about because I'm not that big of a, like, 
I love comic books. I really do. I will read them whenever I want, but there's so many damn comic books in the world, you know, like I'm not going to pick up every single issue. So like, yeah, like when I, when I watched Venom 2, there was parts I didn't understand or get. And I asked you about it and then you're like, okay, so this is what this is from. But as a movie, it's an I, enjoyable I, movie. I just, I'm not a big fan of it. They should have done the war with Carnage. Don't get me off on that tangent because we'll be here all night. Well, I'm just, I'm just using it as an example because, like, I watched it as a movie. There was things I didn't like, and there's things I didn't understand because of comic book lore. But also, like, just a movie by itself, I didn't personally care for it that much. I liked the movie. I thought the movie. Yeah, I liked the movie. I just didn't like the concept of the premise. I enjoyed. There's nothing I enjoyed more than watching Venom fucking fuck up whatever he can fuck up. I love. I love Venom. I don't think you can show me a movie based on a antihero and it be a good movie. Excuse me, sir. Deadpool, Deadpool 2. Those are not good movies. Blade, all three of them. I will say Deadpool. Ghost Dead- Rider. Ghost Rider The, the, the first fire. Ghost Rider was alright. The second Ghost Rider sucked. Second Ghost was pissed fire. Um, Deadpool, it's the comedy. If it wasn't Ryan Reynolds, it probably wouldn't have been good. Probably. That's what sold the idea. Yeah, but again, you that's the reason why it worked. Um, also, just the timing of it. Like, Deadpool 2, I think it's a decent movie. I just, like, it's not a great movie. You, it's, it's just, it's very hard to make a appealing anti-hero movie. Blade, Blade. Punisher. Punisher was good. Uh, Punisher, never... eh, it, those again, that's just y'all liking those actions throughout. I never watched the second one. I don't one, know, dude. Punisher was good. Punisher, I'm not saying it wasn't, but that didn't play like, you're, you're talking, you guys are talking about movies that don't play like typical modern comic book movies. Yeah. Well, like, Blade and Blade 2, still great. Blade 3, I do not care for. Yeah, but go out onto the street and ask anybody who made Blade. Who made Blade? Yeah, who, who, where, where, where's Blade from? Wasn't it made by Fox? No, like, the character. Oh, like, from Mar. okay, so, like, just from Marvel or the creator? Who oh, the hell know. knows that? Uh, I don't know. Well, like, I, think, I think if they hadn't changed the end of Blade, <laughs> and then you have Morbius coming, then people would have definitely tied it together. Obviously, now everybody knows that it's that that Blade is an Marvel Marvel character. I um, mean that. Richard makes a. I don't. I don't think they do as much as like they're starting to learn. Yes, by people like us telling but them. You also got to look at it as Blade doesn't have a big comic book history either. 
No, he really doesn't. I mean, he, he has a there's fan. probably there's probably less than a hundred issues of Blade. Yeah, combined his appearances, everything. Now I read Wolverine versus Blade, and that was the one that made me want to go back and watch the Blade movies. I know Dad used to watch them, which you know, Dad watching it, Dad knew Blade was a Marvel character. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that until I got older, and I was like, "Oh, well, yeah." No, so, Blade like, you, is fighting Wolverine. I gotta check this out. If you put on Blade now, it says it's a Marvel movie at the beginning. Yeah, it says in association with Marvel. But still, it's you don't think about Blade being a Marvel character. And same thing with the old Punisher movies. You don't think about Punisher being a Marvel, especially in the old movies. Punisher has more name recognition in Marvel than Blade does. He, he uh, does, but those movies don't play like they they don't play as a Marvel movie, even at that time period when we had X Men and uh Spider Man. I can't think of any Marvel movies from the nineties off the top of my head except for No, the whole came out in the early two thousands. So did Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man came out in two thousand two. I can't think. I think Blade is the only Marvel movie I can think of, at least, that came out in the 90s. I think the first X Men movie came out in the 90s, too. I think if if it came. Yeah, if it came out in the 90s, it was the end of the 90s. And Blade was what, 97, 98? Probably. It was around that time where Marvel was starting to go bankrupt. I wasn't very old, and Mom wouldn't let me watch it, so. Yeah, they didn't have an issue with me watching Blade. That's because Dad knew it was a comic book movie. Yeah, you know, I mean, as long as it's violence and not nudity, it's all good. Wow. <laughs> Google I, was allowed, I, I wasn't allowed to do violence either. Yeah, no, I was, I was fine with violence. They didn't care about that. No, like, so, story time. I was, I asked my mom for Grand Theft Auto Vice City. And we had told her that you can, you know, run people over, shoot them with guns and all that. And my mom's biggest rule for it was not to talk to the hookers. <laughs> and did we? Of course we did. Oh, uh, like, the one thing I always talk, like, every time me and my mom get in a conversation about some stupid shit, I always like to bring up the fact, like, what's it called? When, when I was, uh... So we went. Yeah, when I was a kid, I remember her taking me like to the movies a lot because she would want to go see movies, and you know, a lot of kids. So she brought us with her. Any hooser, I just I still remember to this fucking day. She took me to go see Gladiator when I was like, yeah, like eight or nine or some shit, right? (laughs) Like. And I always like to talk shit to her about it once in a while. When whenever we start talking about age appropriate stuff, like for, for the yeah. niece or nephew, and I'm like, "You took me to go see a movie where people got skinned and put on pikes when I was eight. Not just people, his wife and children. Exactly. I saw people get killed. I saw like lions and shit eat mall people. Like you, you know. So." The, the only movie I can think of 
that I can think of that my parents were ever like, oh no, do not watch this right now, was probably 13 Ghost. And having watched it as an adult, I want to go cuss them out for keeping me away from watching a horrible movie as a child that I could have saved myself from as an adult. I mean, I love that movie. They thought it was too scary and... You know, like, so what it is is that they raise these high expectations for this movie in my head of being the scariest thing in the world. Because I was allowed to watch other horror movies. And that one just, no, no. I I never thought it was scary, but it's definitely one of my favorite movies. It is way up high on the list. And I honestly wish that they would take that little... The little snippet you got on the bonus features and turn that into a series where you can learn about every one of the ghosts and everything. Also, one of my, original. So. One of my favorite horror movies, and I keep forgetting what it's called. I, it's The House on Haunted Hill. It's that story, but it has Owen Wilson in it. And it's one of my favorite horror movies because it was the first horror movie I ever watched in movie theaters. House on Haunted Hill type movie with Owen Wilson? Yeah. Now you got me a little looking. Um, I'm about to look too. Fucking, I don't really like scary movies that much, but like the one that kind of stuck with me is Insidious and Haunting in Connecticut. Haunting. Okay, yeah. You're talking about the one with uh, Liam Neeson and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Haunting, which is... Yes, The Haunting. Um, it's The Haunting of Hill House. Yes, there you go. That's That's it. The Haunting of Hill House. The, the Netflix series is based on the same book that The Haunting was based on. Yeah. And then they did this Haunting of Bly Manor, and I was like, yeah, this fucking sucks. But I know, this was, and it, it's arguably a shitty horror movie. Yeah. But it was scene. one of my favorite ones, because it was the first one I ever got to go see in movie theaters. So, one of the the... I like how we went off on this tangent, and we're going to have to wrap this up soon. But um, I remember being a kid and watching The Frighteners with my stepdad, with Michael J. Fox, where he's like a ghost hunter. And it used to terrify the shit out of me. And now looking back, I'm like, what was wrong with you? I mean, this one, I thought this movie, Michael J. Fox, it's in the late 80s, early 90s. And my ass is sitting here like, oh, this this movie's got to be rated PG. I'm going to sit here and watch it with Aaron. And I put it on, and it's rated fucking R. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? What are I watching this one, kid? Yeah, and I'm, I'm the same way. I, I don't like letting the kids watch anything. Even though I was exposed to everything at the same age as my kids are, um, they're like, can we watch this? And I'm like, oh, well, no, at 23 minutes this happens, at 48.30 this happens. Exactly. Yeah, you guys ain't watching this shit. Yeah, Don't I'm ask like, for this again. I'm sitting here, like, I went, I know I've shown you the uh, MC Chris rant about Kingdom Hearts 2 and Resident Evil 4. Yeah, it's, I don't want... I reference it to this day all the time. Well, I guess I've never shown it to Nikki. And the other day I'm on the way to work and they're taking me so they can keep the truck. And 
I play it, and right off the bat, he's like, it's like Disney and Final Fantasy got together to fuck and made a fucked up flipper baby. But that's cool with me because I masturbate to fucked up flipper babies, and I'm like, I'm the cultist is giving me this death glare, and I'm like, she's like, turn it off. I was like, no, that's it. That's the last part of that. You're all right. But it's and not. Well, oh, yeah, that's the last time he says masturbate. Oh, the last time he says that, but that, that, whole, that whole rant is just full of shit, vulgar shit. Yeah, but that was the only thing she took issue with, because obviously oh. we are potty mouths, and my child is an angel, so, she knows not to repeat those. So, I mean, it's something I, I, I say it all the time in my household, that in America, and it's different in Europe, but in America, we have an issue with talking about sex and sexual things, but we couldn't give two shits about violence. Whereas in other countries, they view it differently. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's just a sex scene. That's fine. Oh, God, they're cutting off that man's head. Yeah. And we're, we're the opposite. Like, show us the fucking beheading all day. Keep the sex scenes off the screen, please. You put those titties over there. Pornographic. Yeah, that's just this, this, this. Okay, and that's how it feels to drive a Ford F two fifty. I've always found that very weird, and at <laughs> at this day, I'm like, well, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna try not to be that way with my kids, but I'm exactly that way with my kids, dude. And, and it's it's so hard with everything available to kids right now. It's, oh yeah, oh yes, it's it's very hard. It's I, like, I, I grew up it. sheltered, and back then it was easy to shelter me. Hey, turn that shit off. All right. Now, hey, you can't watch that. All right, well, let me go find another YouTube channel that shows the exact same shit. Exactly. You know, and we have so much accessible right now. I can turn my TV on and put on whatever I want. So I actually I had this issue... I think two nights ago with one of my sons where he wanted to watch a streaming thing on a switch. And my options were between Funimation and Hulu. It's like, which one do you pick? Well, so with Hulu, I can do parental limiting on it on Funimation. I can't. So yeah, I'm going to have to pay $10 more for Hulu, but that's what he's getting because there's no way to easily limit Funimation. Yep. Automation really doesn't have that, which isn't a bad which, thing. Okay, so you can. There is an option to enable it to where the, there's no explicit material. You can turn off explicit material on Funimation. But doing so, since they don't have separate accounts under like one account, like how Hulu, you can have your profile and a kid's profile. Funimation doesn't have that option. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to make my account fucking child-friendly like that. So like, nope, you're just going to get Hulu. Oh, girl, I can't man, I'm going to see Well, it also cuts out like a lot of the other animes that like Dead Man Wonderland, that wouldn't show up on there. Um, Attack on Titan wouldn't show up if I was to do it. Well, that's like that's how it is with Aaron's account on Disney Plus. Is she watches so much stuff on my account because she can't watch Star Wars and she can't watch so oh, the so, movies. Yeah, but those Disney Plus, I I wouldn't even do that with Disney Plus. That's that's such a child friendly. Yeah, but anyways. Us. For the most part, yeah. Watch all the Star Wars you want. Watch all. That. Well, well. Here's the thing: is you know, 
I sat in my room the other morning. I woke up early, and I woke up at like 3 o'clock, and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I watched Remember the Titans. There's gratuitous use of the N-word in Remember the Titans. Yeah, but Disney Plus also gives you that warning at the beginning about it. They didn't give me no warning. As a, well, there's, they're, they're supposed to. I'm but, almost positive it does because um, I know another movie on there says this movie has racial stereotyping and racial yeah. slurs in it. Yeah, you, like, also have to, you also have to look at Remember the Titans as a set piece. Yeah. And, I, and then, well, like I said, it is still prevented from being accessed on her account. <laughs> they, they do a lot like like Disney Plus goes overboard, where oh yeah, you I, can't watch this. Like she can't even watch What If on her account. And I kind of What If's kind of a more adult thing sometimes. Well, and, and, and let's bring this full circle back to Eternals. Right here, the movies that Marvel is making is not for your kids. No, that's not. The target age group for these Marvel movies are 28 to 30. We are the kids that grew up on it. We grew up on the Spider-Man animated series. We grew up on the Iron Man cartoon. We grew up having the first bomb-ass live-action Spider-Man movie. We got the X-Men. We got all that. We are passing that to our kids. But they well, need, these people need to realize that just because you want to share this moment of comic books with your kids doesn't mean you should. I was in there with Erin the other day. She's, she's reading so good now that I was like, hey, let's go through some of my comic books and pick something for you to read. And she's like, well, how about Black as Night? And I'm like, probably not. not so, yet. yeah, so comic books, comic books themselves you have to be careful with because it is a more not I'm not it's a thirteen plus medium for yeah, the most part. 13. But that doesn't you we have people want to blame the studio for that. That is your job as a parent to use your discretion on what you allow your child to see. Yeah, no, so like okay, I've I've grown up watching The Punisher. I know what The Punisher is. I'm never going to sit down with my kids and say, hey, we're going to watch The Punisher on Netflix today. I, yeah. I'm never going to do that because I I know the source material prior to ever seeing it. Right. <laughs> and, gotta- and it doesn't take anything because, like I said, we have this at our fingertips. You go to IMDb, you look at the rating, you see what this movie has in it. Yes. No, like, okay, I'm on IMDb right now for The Internals. On the side of the screen, there's a button you can click called Parents Guide. The Parents Guide will show you the ratings in several countries. It will show you sex and nudity, violence and gore, profanity, alcohol, drugs and smoking, fighting and intense scenes. And then at the bottom, it will show you the spoilers for the movie involving violence and gore, alcohol, drugs and smoking, and fighting and intense scenes. And it, exactly, a, it gives you a breakdown. So and. I will actually do this for every anime my kids want to watch. I will go to IMDb, and I will look at the parent's guide and be like, okay, you can or cannot watch this anime based off what I'm seeing on here. 
You know, see, that's I actually need to do that because Aaron wants to watch Cowboy Bebop, and I know I was watching Cowboy Bebop when I was her age. You, you know what you guys making me think of though? I'm thinking like how the original Dragon Ball Z that came out in America had the blood and the gore and like actual like curling getting cut in half. Yeah, that was we. Yeah, that was well. We didn't get that till a little bit later because don't the, kill Krillin. That's the one I watched. That's the one I think I grew up watching. I remember watching the ocean dub and like seeing blood. Like Goku have a hole in his goddamn. So like, well, I don't. I, have... I definitely had the blood because my mom made me stop watching Dragon. I don't know if I think we had the blood, but I don't think we had. So I had the uncut DVDs for a while. And it has, like, Vegeta flipping Gohan off and calling him a little bastard or something like that. There was a lot of this as a bastard in the yeah, uncut version. I saw that stuff. I never owned the tapes or the movies or anything. I saw them on TV. I don't think... Like, I even think uh, Toonami was showing the uncensored versions for but a Tuna- while. Toonami had the uncensored version for a while. Because I remember seeing Goku or Gohan actually pee for some reason in the anime. I don't well, know. That's how Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z both started. They both started similarly with Goku and Gohan naked out in the woods mm-hmm. or some shit. This is weird. Anyway, I'm just like, you guys are talking about it. I, I totally understand. You guys are parents. This is a big old deal for you. And uh, Talking about the censoring and stuff and I'm like, man, I remember seeing a lot of shit I wasn't supposed to see when I was a kid. Yeah, so I did. I was too, but I was allowed to see it. I, my household that we had with my mom, at least, we had a limit on nudity, but violence and gore was fine unless like a torture scene or something think, happened. I don't even think Dad had a limit on nudity. Dad did not have a limit on nudity. Dad was like, "If I'm fucking watching it, y'all are fucking watching it." Yeah, Dad yeah, didn't. I, <laughs> I can't. I can't think of a time. As a child, my dad ever told me to look away from the TV yeah. for any reason. Like, I remember, I remember when Jerry Maguire came out, my mom rented it, and it starts off with him banging in the kitchen or in his office or something. And then he leaves her, or they get a divorce or some shit. I remember my mom made me get up and leave the room for the rest of this football movie, which is what I always... Jerry Maguire to me is a football movie. I come down here for the summer with Dad, and I said, dude, I want to watch this movie. I like football movies. It's got football in it. I love football. Can we watch this movie? We watched this movie straight through, and to this day, me and Dad, it's still one of our favorite movies. Yeah, no, there's... He he did, he gave no shits about it, and None. I've I've tried to be similar to that. I'm just like, no, I can't. There's no way yeah. in hell I'm doing what he did. As yeah. folks, they did the best they could, but like, still as a kid, like he was randomly fine shit. Like, oh yeah, yeah, no, because like on on cable TV, there used to be a channel that had nudity all the time. You you weren't hiding it from some, uh, anybody who was looking for it, but like. I, no, I'm just saying, like, for instance, like, I remember watching RoboCop as a kid because of my brothers. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. You grew up with brothers who are quite a few, few years older than you, right? 
Yeah, like yeah. So, and in, in, in my household and in John's household, we were weirdly enough how it sounded with us being brothers, but we were both the oldest in our households. So, I'm just saying, like I remember seeing RoboCop as a kid, like seeing. I watched RoboCop as a kid. Cop. What's wrong with RoboCop? Oh, like, oh, what's it called? Oh, dude, the the oh. scene where he gets blown to bits is pretty fucking gory. Yeah, like, I remember like, the movie. Watching Total Recall with my family. Like, I remember watching that, and Total Recall creeps me out, like, one or two parts. Oh, I love Total Recall. Because you got three kitties? <laughs> nah, 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 like, uh, like, when I was younger, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, like, what's it called? Like the one part that made me cringe was when he had to take the thing out of his out of his nose. That made me cringe when I was a kid. It doesn't really Ooh. do it, well, but it still kind of does. That I did. I in the Matrix where he's taking the tubes off of him and has to get it out of his back or neck or whatever. And then the one with the bug. Oh, the Matrix fucked with me as a kid. And then, and I love those movies. I love the Matrix too. I absolutely love the Matrix. But as a kid, I was like, oh, that's fucking disgusting. Don't we get that next month? We get what? 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 Don't we get the Matrix Four next month? Yeah, around Christmas time we get the Matrix. Do we also get John Wick? No, Ooh, no, I don't think so. John Wick hasn't released yet, or has a release date? I thought, I thought for sure we were getting them both around the same time. No, but next month we get. Uh, I'm very happy for next month. I get the Kingsman. The Matrix and Spider Man. I can't wait. And the Book of Boba Fett. Like right now, I'm excited to go see Ghostbusters this probably weekend. I might watch that later. Oh, this one, it looks good. I want to go see it too. Well, anything with Paul Rudd's going to be magical. Well, yeah, that too. And then they brought Bill Murray back, so. They brought all of them back, except for Egon, obviously. Yeah. But, I mean, like, just from what the trailer showed, so I haven't looked into it at all. Speaking of Paul Rudd, have y'all seen his new Apple his new Apple show? No, I haven't. Oh, I didn't know he did one. It's, it's called The Therapist Next Door, and it's about him being therapist to Will Ferrell, and Will Ferrell is this like very timid, shy person, and it's 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 kind of dark humor. It's fucked up a little bit. Like, right, Will Ferrell, don't execute me for this. I fucking hate Will Ferrell. I don't care much for him either. I punch him in the forehead if I could. He is not my favorite actor, but I think he's funny. Especially in certain movies, I think he's funnier. And some of them, I think he's the exact same guy. Like, I'm sorry, Elf is still a pretty decent Christmas movie. I like Elf. Uh, the only movie I've that I actually... I haven't watched Elf all the way through, but my favorite Will Ferrell movie is probably Megamind, so... Megamind is... I fucking I love Megamind. I watch Step Brothers, and that's about it. I, I don't like Step Brothers. I can't. I don't like that type of comedy. I, I like cannot stand Step Brothers. Step Brothers I like, is. I like John C. Riley. I like um, I like him in Telegate 
tele was it Telegated Nights or whatever how you pronounce I don't, it? I don't like that movie either. I don't like that comedy. Or Talladega Dad. Nights. Just, I, like, I just like the wife's always trying to get me to watch that Canadian show and I can't do it. Letter Kenny? Yes. No, what? I can watch Letter Kenny. I love Letter Kenny. I can't, I can't watch it. I can't. I love it. I can't get into it. I'm just like, this is not. It's not, not for what what I find funny. <laughs> just like The Office. I don't care for it, even though everyone. The Office is so fucking boring. Dude, it, yep. I know that one's gonna get me hung out in the streets, but I oh, the office is boring as shit. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh. I can't stand it. I'm about to say if they hang you out in the streets, just hang me out too, people. I don't give a fuck. Office sucks. Yeah, it's cr- cringe comedy. What else? What else is it? Oh, Rick and Morty. I can't stand that one either. I like it, but the last season it got too like cringy. I didn't care for it. I just. But I've also never been a family guy or anything that fucking idiot does. That's not two different people, John. Yeah, that is. No, Rick no. and Morty is a uh, damn. I, I, I'm, I'm aware because I'm, in. I'm aware. I'm just saying, uh, adding to the list of things that I don't like. Oh yeah, yeah. Most people, um, family anything guy. Anything by. Ted. Anything by Seth MacFarlane. It's all the same shit. All the stuff but is lo- the same. But I love Ted. Ted is hilarious. Ted 2 is pretty good. I like American Dad. Even now, it's way more zany, and I actually like that shit, because it's just funny. Also, American Dad and Family Guy, while I will still watch them, the comedy in them, it's not funny anymore. It's all shock comedy. I don't care for shock comedy. Family? I've never been a big fan of The Simpsons. I... I try to like The Simpsons, but I really, I never could get into it. I love The Simpsons. I grew up watching The Simpsons with my folks. I grew up watching The Simpsons, like the Treehouse of Horrors every year. It's not my favorite show anymore. Like, it's definitely not my favorite show anymore, but there's time to get on Disney Plus and watch me some Simpsons and chill. I will still watch The Treehouse of Horror every year, but. I won't ever sit down and just put on The Simpsons for no reason. Like, the last time I watched The Simpsons, because my dad came over, he was like, hey, put that on. And I was like, okay, whatever. There's nothing else to watch. I'll oh, I, yeah, see, maybe, maybe, maybe I just don't like sitcoms. Maybe. Um, I, I watch The Simpsons whenever they play it. I do, did not like sitcoms. I'm starting to like sitcoms and board now, as an adult, because, like, Haley made me watch Roseanne, and I was actually liking it until it got towards the end of the show where it just became fucking stupid. Yeah, the last season sucks. Uh, like, recently, I never wanted to watch Friends, ever. Like, I, no, I no. did pieces of it, and I was not a fan. Until I actually got stuck in the hospital, and I was forced to watch it. <laughs> and, like, like, when I was younger, I would watch Friends. So, growing up, we would all sit down. We'd eat, the kids would eat our dinner in the kitchen, or the dining table or whatever, and then we'd come out to the living room. Mom and Dad were still sitting out there. We'd try to have dinner done at 6.30 so I could watch Wheel of Fortune. Those was what I did. I watched Jeopardy and I watched Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, see, that was, that was over my childhood. 
I would watch Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy stuff at our grandparents' house, but never at home. At home, I just watched whatever was on Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network. Like, the funny story I have, I, I love Digimon. And the way I got into Digimon still makes me laugh to this day. I loved Pokemon growing up. I watched Pokemon all the time. And one day, my mom found a random channel of cartoons. And she's like, look, it's Pokemon. And I turned on the channel, and it was Digimon. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I just started watching it, and I was like, oh, okay. And you realize that it was millions of times better. Yeah. To a degree. As I'm- far as the animes go, Digimon's a more solid anime. Yeah, okay. Digimon uh, didn't have the success Pokemon had because they didn't have a marketable mascot or a marketing team behind Nintendo. Let's say Aguma is pretty marketable. Well, and then everybody who saw so it's Digimon. I've seen stuff about how what if Digimon came out because Pokemon came out like the anime came to America I think in '98, and Digimon didn't come to America until '99 or 2000. Yeah, Digimon would have came to America first. It could be a completely different world here. Well, I just know that I used to wake up on Saturday morning and. You know, I'd beat everybody awake so I could sit in front of the TV and I'd eat me a big old bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch and I'd play NFL Quarterback Club 97 with Brett Favre on on the game on my Nintendo 64. And then I would stop at 8 o'clock and it was Fox Kids and then Kids WB and I was back and forth with Yu-Gi-Oh, Shaman King, Digimon, boom, rock and roll, rock and roll, rock and roll, rock and roll. And then my mic would wake up and I'd have to turn it off because Power Rangers. Fucking same. Like, I was, when I was growing up as a kid and I woke up early, I was, so the first thing I did was Kids WB, watch their morning lineup, and then switch over to Fox whenever this Fox started playing shows I liked. And just switch back and forth. Back and forth. I watched Digimon on Fox till they stopped. I watched and then in the afternoon, Fox. it was Jackie Chan Adventures and Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah. Like, Jackie Chan Adventures is a really good show. I might need to rewatch that one. Like, Wing was probably like my first real anime, and I watched that on Toonami by by accident. Which one? Gundam Wing. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't my, know, man. My first was Voltron. And yes, Jackie Chan is a solid, solid cartoon. Good my first anime was Dragon Ball or Pokemon. I mean, I guess um, you could say Pokemon, but I, I would. I don't. I consider Gundam like my first real anime. I remember. I remember being like five or six years old at the babysitter's house. Got home from school, and she was kind of not a good babysitter. She was. Ter- she was a terrible human being, and I'm pretty sure my mom beats brakes off her. But um, I would. We would all come in, and then I would just go sit in this room and watch TV all day. After school, until my mom got off, and I remember watching Voltron. That was my shit, and I'll form the head. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, you will!" Fucking cat robots, cartoon Power Rangers. Fuck yeah! I remember that, watching that. That what was the other one I watched. Where they they were wearing like bird type flight suits. Fuck was it? Oh, uh, one of my first animes. I mean, I, I watched. I watched Fully Cooly very young and Cowboy Bebop. 
in that whole block that uh, Adult Swim used to play very late on Saturday nights? Yeah, I did too. This one. This was what I watched. G-Force. G-Force. That sounds familiar. Oh, like, um, like Chris was saying, uh, I remember watching on Toonami's, uh, Cyborg 009. Like, yes. that would fix with me. Um, fucking Cowboy Beepa for sure. There was a couple of mech animes I don't remember, but I still kind of remember. Uh, I didn't care for very many mech animes except for um, Gundam and Big O. And then I remember watching Big O. Zoids was a motherfucker. I loved Zoids. Watch Zoids. Big Bad Beetleborg. Nigga, I, I got the battle base right now in my house. This that that picture I just sent to the chat was the one that I used to watch. Let me see. Oh, that one. They just made some pops of this. Dude, I used to love watching G Force and Voltron, man. Those were my big two when I was a kid. I did like Voltron, but I got the reboot one and the reboot one had some really cool lines. Like I, I wanted that toy for Christmas one time. And then uh Beast Wars. I used to watch the hell out of I tried to watch Beast Wars like two years ago and I was like, how did I ever enjoy this as a kid? It is so hard to look at. Beast Wars holds up. No, that's not me. I love it. Like, y'all are bullshit. Like, I watched, I rewatched Beast Wars at least two or three times and then Beast Machines. Beast Machines sucks. Oh, no, I can't watch Beast Wars. I tried to, and I was just like, nope, I can't do it. It's going to ruin the image in my head of the show. Like, I'm just saying, like, I guess because I have a hard nostalgia. Th- like, I have a hard nostalgia. Like, I remember um, back in the day when I was a kid, and there was, like, the free TV cable channels that had some random Saturday morning cartoons. I remember watching Ronin Warriors. And to this day, I, I've watched Run Wars a few times. There's another show I watched as a kid. I watched the one where there was the sharks. Who, I think they were like on rollerblades or something. Oh, I did too. Street I, sharks? Street sharks, yeah. Watch that Bro, one. What about Biker Mice from Mars? I don't think so. That one doesn't sound familiar, maybe. You don't ever watch Biker Mice from Mars, bro? I seen it on the WB before. I just did not care for it. Beyblade, no. uh, Beyblade, this is my shit as a kid. I actually—that's that's actually the reboot. Wow, I never watched Beyblade, but I would play with the toys. Oh, this is the reboot one. Yeah, that's the one I saw. The oh, they had a PS2 game and everything. Yeah, here's the one from. Uh, Dude, I'm surprised you never watched Beyblades. I remember watching Beyblades like a month. I watched. I, I saw Beyblade. I knew it existed, and I was like, I, "The only Beyblade episodes yeah. I've ever seen was my mom bought me a VHS tape with like three episodes on it, and yeah. to this day, those are this still the only three v, uh, Beyblade episodes I've ever seen. Have y'all ever watched Metabots though? Yes. Well, I used to play the games and collect the figures. I watched a little bit of it, but it was mostly playing the games and the toys. Metabots. I was all yeah. about toys where I could customize stuff and like take parts from others and put it on a different one. I was all about that. 
Yeah, I watched that one. Let's see, there's another one that was kind of like that. that I, I have a model kit of of the of Meta B, and it's sitting in my it's just sitting in my TV entertainment center. Yeah, I used to watch our Metabots. Monster Entry was a huge thing for me too. Yeah, I watched Monster Entry off and on. Dude, I love the PS One game we had where we would, we put in fucking all our CDs that we had. Oh, that's Dude, supposed to be coming out on the Switch, I think, next month. Monster Entry One and Two out on the Switch. Yeah, I think they are rebooting it. You're right. Yeah, but how is that going to work? They so. I think you'll have to put in some numbers, but every disc corresponds to a series of numbers, so you're doing the same thing in a sense, but trying to figure out what number combinations for what disc. I, I have to read the article again, and I'll get back to you on it. But you they know did that, it in a very decent way. That reminds me of the toys they used to sell with the barcode readers, and you just go around scanning. Oh, I remember. I remember having one of those. I never had one. I just remember people bought them and like they're like, go to the grocery store, get all these monsters. Skins. Yeah, I used to have one. I left it at a Dave and Buster's. Uh, yeah, I, I remember those. But like, yeah, like if I if I would to say the probably the oldest show I can remember that wasn't American would probably be Pokemon. American, it'd probably be like Rugrats or something. Or <laughs> I think I I don't I'm pretty sure I watched Pokemon before I watched Dragon Ball Z, but they were like I I remember being in the same household watching the both of them. And then same. so you watched uh, Street Sharks, but did you watch SWAT Cats? SWAT Cats is the shit. I love SWAT. Uh, that one sounds familiar. They've been yeah, talking every for- time I see in Center I think it's SWAT. Oh, yes, yes. I, I, I remember it now. Yes. SWAT Cats, the Radical Squadron. And then, of course, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, that was my go-to. They're, they've been talking about... I put it like this. When I moved from Arizona to Arkansas when I was four or five, my aunt opened the door at my grandma's house because my aunt was like 14. She was like, hey, you want to watch Ninja Turtles? And I was like, fuck yeah. And we watched Secret of Views like 80 times. I think the first time I was exposed to it was the uh, Power Ranger t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crossover movie. Uh, and I've watched the Ninja Turtles 2 movie a shit ton in my life. It's well, always the best one. Yeah, also, we don't talk about three. Also, when, when, you, uh, when you watch those old Ninja Turtle movies, um, and you see Casey Jones, just remember that all of this training there led him to the Special Victims Unit. Made him to the what? Special Victims Unit. What, what do you mean? Christopher Maloney was <laughs> Casey Jones. Okay. You you never watched Law and Order SVU? No. With Ice T. No, again, that's a that's something I never wanted to watch. Oh, Mike. dude, you should you should give it a try. I actually I, I actually like I, watching it. I saw uh, yeah, one. I love Law and Order. So I, it's nothing I can watch in the house, but 
Yeah, I like watching it whenever like, it's Yeah, on. yeah. The the lead detective, I can't remember his name, but that guy was Casey Jones in the nah, nah, nah. 90s. You see, like I I've watched it a few times, especially that's, people's yeah, folks. Like, I like finding somebody that's in a show now that was in something I watched when I was younger. True. And people don't realize it. Just like Stephen Amell, which is the Green Arrow, is Casey Jones in the new Ninja Turtle movie. Yeah, but that one's terrible. I was, I was watching something the other day. It was some sitcom comedy show or something that had uh, that had uh, the guy that played Arrow in it. And I was like, what the hell is he doing here? He, he's not supposed to be here right now. Same thing with uh, Norman Reedus and Charm. Like, you don't oh, fucking belong here. No, no, you want to know Norman Reedus in Blade 3. Yeah. It's, You're supposed to be shooting people in the back of the head in Boston. What are you doing? It's in, it's, he's one of those people that I'll find in older movies and TV shows, and I was just like, oh, nobody knew who you were then. Who are you? Oh my god, you know, it makes me laugh every time. Like, I still love Power Rangers. Uh, I think it's hilarious when I see Jason David Frank in, like, side character roles in the 90s. Like, when I see him on Family Matters, like, about to fight Steve Urkel, it just drives me goddamn crazy. It oh, makes me it, laugh. On that note, have you seen a uh, recent picture of Wesley Snipes? No, I have not. Go look up a I'll hold on. I got. But that was another movie I watched a shit ton as a kid, like Power Rangers and The Mask. I used to watch that a lot. I'm trying to find the picture that I have somewhere where it's Wesley Snipes now and the guy who's playing Blade now. Don't they look almost identical? Holy shit, dude! Wait till you see this. I I fucking died laughing at this. I'm probably not gonna be able to find it, but that's okay. Hold on, let me do this. Let me see. Damn it. Okay, whatever. I was just sending all the picture of Wesley Snipes. The way the way he looks now. There it is. Uh, save image. Open. Oh, don't be that way. Okay, give me one second. I'll get this. You even have to take a screenshot of it. Do what? Dude, I just I found all my images on my phone and then I set them from my phone. Yeah, I'll do that. Try to have it saved from somewhere to you. The biker's mice or whatever, the original ones, I actually don't care for it too much for some reason. Well, you keep your shitty opinion to yourself, man. Wesley Snipes is just a grown up Steve Urkel now. Yeah, but Hold on, hold on, hold on. Have you ever watched 
So I have to set it to group chat. Apparently it's too big to send over this morning. Goodness gracious. I'm telling you. Looks like a fucking grown-up Steve Urkel. Terrible. Um, you do know that Steve Urkel is, is Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Way fast, cool. Is he? Yeah, yep. back in the old Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Jaleel back White, in the 90s, he did the voice. Oh, I did not know that. Uh, I only watched that Sonic show a few times as a child. I used to watch it every morning. I didn't watch the original, but I watched Sonic Underground. I watched a little bit of Sonic Underground as well. Alright, so I guess we're going to title this episode a little bit of Charles Rant and then Rambling. It's going to be Rambling Part 17. Alright, buddy. This has been Dope show. Yeah, all right, back to. I'm not even gonna edit this one. I might edit this part <laughs> out, but I'm not gonna edit this one. I'm not even edit this out. This is just. This is gonna be an unfiltered episode this time. Okay, we'll do it live. That's what you're doing it live. No, that's 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 okay, what you said at the beginning. Yeah, this is this is a live episode that was just hosted to the people in whatever rooms we're in. They should feel well, honored. Yeah. While they're trying to sleep, and I'm screaming into a mic. My, oh, my yeah. audience is like laying here snoring and just kicking me. Uh, yeah, I'm being, I'm being flipped <laughs> off now. All right. All right. Uh, this has been Dublin's Then. I hope you have a good night. Follow us on our Twitter, Discord, Facebook page, and Instagram. We don't use Instagram. Instagram, we don't use. Yeah. It's... All right. You guys, thank you for always listening. We really appreciate it. Nerds, about to say, talk to John if you have any conversations you want to start on the Twitters. Uh, or me on Facebook, or Matt via mail. Send him hand right on the letter. All right, bye.